Your Dig the Hip Hop show is brought to you by Rhymes and Designs. Visit thatrnd.com for all your hip hop merch needs. That's T H A T R N D.com. You dig? What up, world? It's your man Art back with another episode of You Dig. And this right here is the season finale. Yes, the last episode of the season. Know we're giving y'all something special, man. This right here is the hip hop groups episode, man. All the dope hip hop groups came throughout history. we breaking it down today. So we open up with less rap, giving y'all the hip-hop group evolution. Then we're going to get into the top 10, talking about the top hip-hop groups of all time. Got to break that down. Then we're going to jump into a hip-hop legacy of the top hip-hop group of all time, at least in my opinion. So you know we got a dope episode lined up for y'all. Going to end it all with that fire. You know how we do. But let's go ahead and get into it right now. Season finale, you dig? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So today, we're going to rap about the evolution of hip-hop groups. Hip-hop basically started as a crew thing. Hip-hop's pioneers were essentially groups. Acts like Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, Sugar Hill Gang. They led the way in the 70s and they operated as a group. The typical composition of a hip-hop song back in the day, you got a DJ scratching a break beat. Then he basically had his homies coming over to spit verses. Songs like Rapper's Delight by Sugar Hill Gang, perfect example of that. While solo acts have always stood tall in hip-hop, some of the biggest acts of the 80s were duos or groups. Acts like Public Enemy, Run DMC, The Beastie Boys, Boogie Down Productions, Salt and Pepper, A Tribe Called Quest, De La Soul, N.W.A., Ghetto Boys, EPMD, also Eric B. and Rakim, DJ Jazzy Jeff and The Fresh Prince. They were a group even though only one person said everything. This is because new groups were better received than new solo acts at that time. And there are many other groups coming from this earlier era of hip-hop, so shouts out to them. Then you get into the 90s, groups are still popping. You got legendary acts like Naughty by Nature, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Outkast, Goody Mob, The Lots, The Fugees, UGK, 8-Ball and MJG, Wu-Tang, and Mob Deep. Also, The Lost Boys. 3-6 Mafia, Onyx, The Dog Pound. But as we get into the 2000s, things seem to change drastically. Kind of hard to name a new group that was actually hot after 2000. Some that come to mind, maybe G-Unit, Crime Mob, for a minute they're Amigos, maybe City Girls. Also got a couple of crews you might want to shout out, ASAP Mob, Flatbush Zombies. Obviously something changed. From my perspective, Two of the key factors that brought about this change are money. Mimicking the demise of R&B groups, rap groups went away because artists did not want to split money with partners. Also, chemistry. Popularity and support of the group's primary artists can be the demise of a group. Not too many people are built for the passenger or backseat, especially these days. Two other less impactful reasons you have audience acceptance. Even though dope groups bring about a dynamic of hip-hop that a solo artist cannot achieve, Many artists are choosing to be solo artists because they can do so. If the audience is not looking for groups, then why would the artist look to be a group and endure less money, chemistry issues? Really don't make sense, right? Also, writing rhymes is a solo exercise. So if you get nice writing rhymes by yourself, then you'll probably get on as a solo artist. And now that so many people write raps in this world, there's a new solo artist everywhere you turn, it seems. So the current state of groups... Not much has changed since the fall off years. Today's hip hop groups look like a collaboration album between two basically popping artists already. Probably didn't even write or record together. 
So there are no new groups that I'm aware of. I'm sleeping on somebody that's hot. Please let me know in the comments. It seems like people are really sleep on the impact that group chemistry can have on a hip hop album. You dig? What it do, what it do, ooh. Yes, sir, we bringing that back with that top 10. Right now, we talking about the top 10 hip hop groups slash duos of all time. Real deep list, so many dope groups in hip hop history. Let's get into it. With number 10, we jumping off with Run DMC. They were the first to do it big, heavy social influence. Of course, they bought my Adidas. They mixed that hip hop with that rock. They really blended everything with the 80s, man. Bought hip hop to the forefront. Big shouts out to Run DMC. And number nine, we got The Locks. Yes, LOS. Two of the top 25 MCs, in my opinion, got incredible longevity from Bad Boy to Rough Riders to Independent to Solo to Back Together. Just dropped the album, even 2020 still doing. I think they started in like 96. So you got to shout out that longevity. Big shouts out to The Locks, man. And number eight. We got Mob Deep, yes, M-O-B-B, the group composed of Havoc and Prodigy, R.I.P. to Prodigy. People didn't even know that Havoc was doing a lot of those beats, man. Prodigy actually helped produce as well, but Havoc was the primary producer on a lot of those albums. Most of those hits, that was Havoc, bro. So big shouts out to them, man. Of course, together they were great. Solo, they were good, but together, man, Mob Deep is one of the best groups in hip-hop history. And number seven, we got Goody Mob. Representing that Dungeon fan, one of the most diverse, crazy lyricism, versatility out of this world. I mean, honestly, they like a super group in my opinion, man. Produced a superstar in CeeLo Green, rapper, singer, whatever he want to do, he could do it. All of them actually sing. The harmonizing was crazy if you look at what they did back in the day. So yeah, man, big shouts out to Goody Mob. I think they're one of the most slept on acts in hip-hop history, but definitely deserve to be in this top 10. And number six... We got UGK. Yes, the legendary Pimp C and Bun B representing Port off the Texas, man. They laid it down forever. I'm going to say two of the best Southern rappers, you know, Pimp's gone. Two of the best Southern rappers to ever do it. Catalog crazy. The legacy is intact. Super duper group, man. Big shouts out to UGK. Man, R.I.P. the Pimp, boy. At number five, we got the Fugees. This group released one of the best hip-hop albums of all time in The Score. They introduced Miss Lauren Hill to the world. Super producer and Wyclef prized this in production and could rap as well. I mean, Lauren singing, rapping, whatever she did was amazing. Definitely top five hip-hop group of all time. Big shouts out to them. Wish we could get some more music from them, but hey, it happens. At number four, we got A Tribe Called Quest. Man, this group right here, top tier lyricism, top tier production. People didn't even know they were doing a lot of their own beats. Q-Tip is a master producer, man. He was doing beats for other people. You ain't even know. But yeah, Tribe Called Quest, classic rappers, hits galore, man. I left my wallet in El Segundo. I mean, it just don't stop with them, man. Shouts out to Q-Tip, um, R.I.P. to Fife. You already know Ali Shahid. Big boys, man. Big boys in the game. Shouts out to them. And number three, we got N.W.A. Honestly, the most influential group on this list, Gangsta Rap kind of started with them and Gangsta Rap is still here to this day. Not exactly sure how positive the influence was, but the influence is here regardless. So big shouts out to that. Man, the best collection of talent, MC Ren, Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, Easy e I mean, DJ Yellow ain't do much, but I mean, he was in the group. They had five cats that was really doing it. DOC, a supplemental part of the group. NWA was just classic, man. I mean, big shouts out to all of them brothers. So RP to Easy. As you can see, they still on top. Dre still on top of what he's doing. Cube still on top of what he's doing. I mean, obviously, longevity shows and proves. Top three hip-hop group of all time. 
And number two, we got Bone Thugs and Harmony. The most versatile group on this list honestly has at least 10 classic songs, man. You go back through that catalog, you jamming consistently, man. East 1999, go from top to bottom if you ain't familiar with that album. But the harmonies they laid down, both singing and rapping, incredible. Like, what what were they doing, man? The creativity they exhibited on the record was nothing like we ever heard before, man. Busy's incredible, Crazy's incredible. Honestly, all of them incredible. Wish, Lazy, Flesh when he was around. All them boys did it big. So big shouts out to Bone Thugs and Harmony. If you're not familiar with this group, get busy and learn right now, B. So of course we want to break down some of the other hip-hop groups that would have made this list. But to me, they're more like a crew. Big shouts out to Wu-Tang. Of course you got The Roots, Public Enemy, Big Crews, possibly top 10. Actually not possibly, definitely top 10. But they're a crew, man. They can't be on this list. So the honorable mentions that didn't make the top 10, of course, we want to talk about 8-Ball and MJG, Salt and Pepper, Dead Prez, Hot Boys, Naughty by Nature, and the Ghetto Boys down there representing Texas. So yeah, that's our list of the top 10 hip-hop groups slash duos of all time. With this next segment, Hip Hop Legacy, we about to break down the top hip-hop group slash duo of all time. You dig? Throw your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't. You already know. When you talk about hip-hop groups, no matter where you from, this group is mentioned. Back in 1995, they let you know the South got something to say. Legendary artists, my favorite hip-hop group of all time, Outkast is a vital part of hip-hop history and music history in general. With that being said, let's get into the hip-hop legacy of this super talented duo. Outkast is composed of two members, Andre Lauren Benjamin, aka Dre or Andre 3000, and Antoine Andre Patton, also known as Big Boy. Dre was born and raised in Atlanta, but Big Boy is from Savannah, moving to Atlanta in high school. They met around their sophomore year while attending Tri-Cities High. Dre and Big Boy were known to rap battle at Tri-Cities. The group went through multiple name changes before developing Outkast. Their earlier names were Two Shades Deep and The Misfits. They settled on a synonym for Misfit, Outcast with a K. Drake dropped out of school after his junior year, and the group signed with LaFace Records after graduation. Also, somewhere around this time, Outcast met Organized Noise, which is a group of producers that we profiled in the earlier episode of You Did. Along with Organized Noise, the legendary group Goody Mob, and a few others, these individuals combined to form the legendary collective, The Dungeon Family. During the holiday season of 1993, LaFace released Outkast's first single, Players Ball. On April 26, 1994, Outkast's debut album, Southern Playlisted Cadillac Music, was released. This album was entirely produced by Organized Noise and is considered a classic. The album contained hits such as Southern Playlisted Cadillac Music, Get Up, Get Out, Crumbling Herb, and of course, Players Ball. Outkast won Best New Rap Group at the 1995 Source Awards, and after being booed by the crowd due to East Coast West Coast beef, Dre took the mic and told the crowd, the South got something to say, that's all I got to say. After a trip to Jamaica, Dre and Big chose to recreate their image from Southern Street Hustlers to more naturalistic, futuristic type personas. Their sophomore album, Aliens was released on August 27, 1996. Most of the production was done by Organized Noise, but Outkast produced multiple tracks themselves alongside David Mr. DJ Sheets, former the production group, Earth Tone 3. 
Hits such as AT Aliens and Elevators Me and You were produced by Earth Tone 3. On September 29, 1998, Cass released their third album, my favorite Outkast album, Aquimini. This album was certified double platinum in less than 10 months after release. Outkast performed and produced a couple radio hits in Spodiodi Dopalicious and Rosa Parks. The album also contained other singles including The Art of Storytelling Part 1 and Skewed on the Barbie featuring Raekwon. Aquemini had other very strong album tracks and was acknowledged as one of the top 50 albums of all time by Rolling Stone magazine. On Halloween in the year 2000, Outkast released another top 500 album according to Rolling Stone, the critically acclaimed Stank On Ya. It was laden with smash hits including B.O.B. that's Bombs Over Baghdad, Miss Jackson, So Fresh and So Clean. This album won Outkast their first Grammys, Best Rap Duo slash Group Performance for Miss Jackson, and Stankonia won Rap Album of the Year. The album also went four times platinum. The remaining close since they met around 15 years old, Dre and Big Boy's path seems to be diverging for years preceding their fifth album. The album Speaker Box, The Love Below, will prove to be their most successful album commercially. It was released on September 23, 2003, and was quite different than prior Outkast albums. The album was essentially two separate albums packaged and sold together. Dre worked and recorded his album The Love Below in Los Angeles, while Big Boy and Mr. DJ composed Speaker Box in Atlanta. The album contained two number ones on the Billboard Hot 100, Hey Ya and The Way You Move featuring Sleepy Brown. Roses also reached top 10. They won the Grammy for Album of the Year and Rap Album of the Year. The album went certified diamond, albeit a double album, so album sales were counted double. A quick note about The Love Below, specifically because this part of the album had the most certified hits. This album was actually slated to be a soundtrack project that Dre began preparing for a film. Also, Dre defined the album title, and I'll paraphrase. The Love Below is describing the love that young men keep bottled in below the aggression and disfavor we typically show each other. After the success of Speaker Box, The Love Below, Dre was already living in Los Angeles, so the transition to Hollywood had already begun. His first notable role was in Be Cool alongside John Travolta in 2005. Then he had his first major role in the film Four Brothers alongside Mark Wahlberg and Tyrese. His first lead role came in the 2006 film Idlewild, which was written and directed by longtime music video director Brian Barber. The film also starred Big Boy and was supported by an excellent Outkast album slash soundtrack sharing the same name as the film. Dre handled most of the production on this album. It was moderately well received, but I personally love the project. This would prove to be Outkast's last album together. They would appear again together alongside UGK on the classic song International Players Anthem. Big Boy is going on to have a pretty cool acting career, having prominent roles in films such as ATL and Who's Your Caddy. Dre starred as Jimi Hendrix in his biopic Jimmy All Is By My Side and in the film Semi-Pro. Dre also created and voiced his own cartoon series, Class of 3000, which lasted two seasons. While Dre has seemingly retired from music, Big Boy has released four solo albums, beginning with Sir Lucius Left Foot, The Son of Chico Dusty, in 2010. Regardless of whether or not Outkast released another album, these cats are legends with a legacy that can't be matched by any other group or duo. Thank you for everything you gave hip-hop music and music in general. Much love, big shouts out to Outkast and the whole Dungeon family, you did?
Yeah, boy. So that's a wrap on another episode of your dick and a wrap on the first season of your dick, the hip hop show, man. We discussed so much good information over this season. All the way back from the beginning, talked about Tupac, Method Man, Master P, Organized Noise, Will Smith, all types of people, beautiful Queen Latifah. Everybody was discussed, man. So, you know, we got another season coming up for y'all. Coming up, actually, probably bring you back about December, January. You know how we gonna do it. But over this time, we're gonna be dropping hot videos throughout. So, trust and believe, this ain't the last y'all gonna see of us. Probably gonna see some stuff weekly. Bi-weekly, we still dropping, man. So, stay tuned to your Dig the Hip Hop show. So, yeah, man, this was the group episode. Bunch of beautiful hip-hop groups we talked about. Got into that top ten. We rapped about the hip-hop evolution. Now, we're gonna get into some real good hip-hop for you from that group outcast man outcast my favorite group of all time from my favorite outcast album of all time a Quimini. this joint right here is entitled the art of storytelling part two so you gotta hear this we're bringing it back to 1998 thank y'all for tuning in all season if y'all want to stay tapped in go to thatrnd.com for all the merch black boy fly you already know but yeah man stay tuned with everything you're doing shots out to y'all Thank y'all, world. Yeah, 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 yeah.